0: it's frown town but
1: <laughs> it is frown town <laughs> we are back we're frowning we're towning i don't i gotta quit doing that it sounds yep. cool when i in we're my frowning, head
0: we're tanning we're hitting
1: <laughs> bulls it sounds cool in my head and then like as i said i'm like this is 100 not cool um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so hey I I want to start off by saying that I have been going back to the gym. Uh, I am turning back into a gym bro, and I forgot how much I love doing that. Nice. Um, I'm like that dude who's like super troubling at the gym now, though. So like, <laughs> I'm going way too hard on the equipment, and I'm really big. So you're like, dude, it's not supposed to sound like that. Like I'm on an elliptical, just like, like just really. <laughs> <laughs> And you look at me and, like, I, I literally have my eyes closed because I'm, like, listening to just, like, very, very aggressive hip-hop. And just, like, <laughs> <laughs> just like focusing on that So I'm just like... Argh! I just gotta go for another minute on this. this you're, just, you're working
0: team. out like it's a, a montage in some kind of like movie where you're getting ready to go, like, murder somebody. You're just like, no, oh, it ready. Is. I'm I, ready.
1: It's like a montage, like, okay, so like, uh, it's like the dude who got out of shape, uh, and then he's like, oh no, the Olympics are starting in two weeks. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 da. and then it's just me, you're the best. Right. Just really going way too hard. <laughs> That's uh
0: <laughs> I always like to imagine that I'm like an assassin getting ready for the big assassin party or the I,
1: I you know what I can't I always try to uh this is weird. I I always envision myself as if uh I cuz it's it is around fighting but it's not assassin. I'm becoming uh-huh. like like a super soldier in my head. Yeah, like yeah, like yeah. I'm going to run into battle and kill a lot of people. Like it is always <laughs> like fighting but never it's like ah there's 20 dudes. I have enough like stamina to beat all of you. <laughs> Right, right, right. <laughs> Which I don't. I don't. Uh, and I wouldn't. I would die. Like, I would get beat up by one dude, really. <laughs> like, one dude with a bat. Because uh, I, I don't want to fight anymore. I'm old. I'm 39. I don't... I'm good. <laughs> like, I also I would, like,
0: <laughs> realized... Um, I also realized, like, a few years back that, like, as much as I think it would be, like... So I, like, went... Okay. There's a house. Okay. On the Puget Sound. And there's inside of that house, house
1: uh-huh. there
0: is... A uh, museum-grade replica of a T-Rex skeleton. Oh. That apparently cost $50 million.
1: Wait, how much is the house worth?
0: I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, hopefully at least 100000 it it be. Lo-
0: oh, I don't think you can get anything in Seattle for $100,000.
1: <laughs> Actually, that is true. Uh, <laughs> in my head, I was like, a $100,000 house, it would be funny. Uh, primarily because... Uh, that'd be at a really, really shitty house. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's it, it would be. It, it, I mean, like base level, it would just be uh the sticks. There'd be no plaster. There'd be no. Yeah. You just have a frame around, mm-hmm. this, and it would be a skeleton of a house, much like you have a skeleton of a dinosaur. It's zooming out it's <laughs> it was a lot
0: of glass uh this person really wanted everybody on the river to know that they had spent 50 million dollars on a dinosaur um, i mean come on
1: <laughs> seriously like I, if, you, if you spent 50 million on a dinosaur you tell them you wouldn't show it off too what's the point no I, I sure didn't?
0: i sure would if you if, if i had money but Make i sure probably you could see it
1: from space
0: i'd probably just help people pay their bills instead of buy a dinosaur yeah
1: i guess you could also buy like lots of housing for people (laughs) yeah 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 there's better things to do with your money honestly but if you if you let's say that theoretically like everyone's housed and then you're like i have enough left over for dinosaur bones then like yeah put put in glass like show off
0: i just kept saying i just kept getting like i i i became furious i became rageful Mm -hmm. and i kept saying i want to swim off this boat and go <laughs> choke those guys out but i realized that i wouldn't actually do that because you know as a sex worker i had a client who was a gentrifier and he liked being choked yeah and i had my hands around his neck
1: <laughs> so you don't want to choke and for free is what you're saying
0: i i'm just saying i could have done it
1: <laughs> so here's the and thing. i did it <laughs> Uh, first of all, thank you. I feel like I don't I, like I I I have been choked during sex, which is weird. Uh, I, have a, <laughs> I have a very big neck, so it's really yeah. weird. Uh, but also, like every time I hear stories about someone getting choked during sex, then it makes choking during sex feel weird for me. Uh-huh, I'm always uh-huh. I'm always worried I'm going to kill the person I choke. Like if right. I, I've been choked, but when I choke someone, I'm like I'm going to murder you. And like when I hear stories, it makes me feel more like that's going to happen. So thank you for not killing him uh, that way. <laughs> <laughs> Secondly, uh, I just okay. Very so good here's, choking. Here's here's the thing though. Uh <laughs> I think that this guy is going. So I feel like karma is going to come back around because we're going to go extinct much like the dinosaurs did. Mm-hmm, and then I assume mm-hmm. like cockroaches will be all this left and they'll just have a giant skeleton of this dude in their house. And so like, that's how it's going to come back around. Oh. Hi- it'll be his skeleton propped up and the cockroaches will be like, yo, check out this human that used to be on the earth. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We outlasted them it- <laughs> just like those fucking dinosaurs. And then earth just blows to the cockroaches.
0: Yeah. So, you know, to give everyone in, 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 in the rest of the country, an idea of of the wealth that is in Seattle. There's a guy with a dinosaur skeleton uh, in his house. In his house. Um. So so that's a thing. Um. It, and it's it, museum
1: grade. It's not like like he just it was literally
0: the same day that i read uh it was the same day that i read this the title of this article in seattle's hot housing market nearly a quarter <laughs> of sales are all cash yeah uh so that's happening and i, I
1: got some insight on that for you
0: yes because right you but be- before you we get into that we get this things. one thing we got
1: to do oh uh, right I, i'm jay jones
0: oh yeah and i'm v chatty uh and we uh
1: we are collectively are, frown town we are, you we are to say frowning it. you want Frowning. to say we're frowntown? town you know you wanted to we
0: are frown town
1: <laughs> I, I give my consent we are collectively frown town um <laughs> so i have some insight into the seattle housing market uh so i came here in 2015 and when i first got here it was to uh actually work as a graphic designer for okay um, when i got in uh they needed someone to be a graphic designer but also like to man the phones and so uh as it turns out i am um much better at selling homes than i am at designing like being a graphic designer (laughs) it's it's really funny uh and so i became a new home sales counselor uh wait did i say the name of the company because i'm gonna have to bleep it out if i did yeah you're gonna have to bleep it out so i became i became a new home sales specialist for this specific company uh after i bleep it out no one will know who it was thankfully because there's multiple giant home builders in this area there's a lot of home builders in this area so uh as a new home sales specialist for this, this specific company. Uh, Which shall I've,
0: remain nameless.
1: That I have not said the name of. <laughs> um, what I found out was that... Uh, a lot of homes get bought for investments, especially new homes. So, like mm-hmm. new homes get bought as investments, and the reason why is like, all right. So, uh, when, in two thousand fifteen, when I started, we were selling these houses in Tacoma, and it was funny. Uh, the 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 cheapest house that I could get you in Tacoma was one hundred ninety five thousand, but like you had to be, you had to make thirty six thousand a year exactly because it was uh, funded by the Tacoma Housing Authority. Okay. So like the Tomo- Tacoma Housing Authority was like, look, if you make $36,000, we will go in on this house for you. And then you can get this house. But not more... And not less? Uh, less. Yeah, you could do less, but you couldn't okay. afford a house for right. less. <laughs> you couldn't afford this household on less. What are you're talking about. And you had, like, if you had children, then, like, the numbers shifted. So, like, if you had, like, two kids, it shifted up to, like, 58 because, you know, you got to right. eat. And they got to eat, too, because we make you feed them. Yeah, you're, <laughs> um, I think you're legally
0: required to feed your children. You are. You are not
1: allowed <laughs> to not feed your children. Uh, so, with all of that, like, you could get a house for this extremely low price in the Seattle area. But here's what's wild. Those houses then, like later I saw them on Zillow and they were selling them. Cause you know, again, these were houses that, that the THA just helped them get into. They didn't right. have any stakes in them. They were just helped like backing the loans essentially. Right. They were then selling those houses for like 400,000. So they essentially, yeah, they essentially made like 300,000. Now for a lot of those homes, that's a big, that's a big up for like someone who, you know, who was making 33, 36,000. So like that, and that's just getting in on the the cheapest end of the home. So like the company I worked for sold houses for, uh, you know, that was the cheapest that we had at one point. I think right before I left, the cheapest we had was like 325,000 and it's still in the same similar area around Tacoma. But now it's like, Oh, these same houses, the same materials, the same kind of like stylings. We were selling them for 199. Now you can get them for 325. (laughs) And
0: yeah, I, I, I keep telling people, people are like. Oh, what do you mean you're going to Texas? And I'm like, it's Texas. You have to live in Texas. And I, then I tell them how much my rent is going to be. Yeah. And they audibly moan, like, yeah. <laughs> like, like as if I just, th- like, as if they just came because yeah, they didn't you realize.
1: It's like, oh, what? A thousand dollars a month for a two bedroom? Oh, uh, what? <clears throat> but here's the catch, though. You have to live in Texas. So, like, the flip side of, like... Sure. Because cause Texas is uh, it's a wild state right now. A lot of stuff it happening. Is, it is wild. But to your point, um, like, you know, even, like, the, the place that we have, uh, we bought this in... Ooh, when did we move in here? I want to say I, in, like, 2017.
0: Oh, so the peak of the housing.
1: Yeah, and we paid, a, we, paid a, we paid a lot more for this place than it is truly worth. Yeah. But uh the last person who moved out and sold their place in this complex uh did it for I want to say like 40 or 50 thousand more than we paid for ours and they were a downstairs unit. so like theoretically our unit is worth more and we've only been here for like four years. We also just like put in like uh vinyl flooring like it's like mm-hmm. looks like hardwood but it's not it was like enhanced vinyl uh, planks. Uh, EVP or whatever, and so like that ups the value. So like I feel like it's it's wild wow how much houses go up in value here, and I think that's what I experienced the most working for that company was like watching a house, even homes that I sold. I remember selling these houses to people at these like dirt cheap prices because the ones that weren't THA sponsored were like still two twenty five. Which right. I mean, it's in it's in Tacoma, but two twenty five in two thousand fifteen in Tacoma is like yeah, let me get on. i let me get out on that because in two thousand seventeen quarter of a million dollars. But in two thousand seven 17 them shit's were selling for 450 and then right. it, by 2018 2019 you're looking at 300 well you know you're looking at like uh 500,000 for some specific homes if you took care of it and upgraded it and what's wild is that if you bought it new it's under a certain amount of warranty so like the actual amount of work that you would have to do to take care of it and upgrade it is pretty low right so like and it's it, it's oh, not
0: just like I think the main issue too is that it's not just that like housing prices are going up because, like, yes, there are a lot of people moving here from the Bay Area. That's what's driving yeah. a lot of it because people in the Bay Area look at Seattle houses and they're like, oh, $800,000? Uh, no problem. Let's
1: do it. <laughs> Let's
0: do it. Why is and everything so, so cheap here? <laughs> they, the they same way move here, we look at Texas. <laughs> but then on top of that, there's also the investors who are literally just buying a house so that they can sell it again. So they're making things-
1: It it makes sense Completely
0: unaffordable for the rest of people.
1: In the market, the way this is set up, that makes 100% sense. Because again, think about it. I'm talking about houses that I saw people buy for two twenty-five dollars that they then mm-hmm. sold for like at two years later at $425,000. And so mm-hmm. what happens is not just like singular people investing, it's entire investment groups. We would have groups of people who represented uh, investors from who knows where. In some cases, they would be foreign, but in other cases, they might be from in the city and they are literally just buying up swaths of houses. So we would have an entire neighborhood you know, set up and, and ready to sell uh, and what would end up happening, you know, there was a certain amount that were weren't allowed to be investors so there's like a percentage that we just not would sell wouldn't sell because you know you can't sell the idea of a neighborhood if, if nobody <laughs> like, lives there half the houses are just like fucking vacant but there was always just, they would always come in and, like, as soon as they found out about a new development being built, they would come in and buy up to that percentage and just those houses would just be vacant and the developer would just like have them be through, scattered throughout the neighborhood. So there's just these random houses that don't really have anyone living in them or someone may be renting, depending upon whether or not the HOA allows that. Right. But, like, I mean, there's not, and, and that honestly, that's why the HOA has stipulations where it's like, no, you can't, if you own the home, you have to live in it for the the first X amount of years because they don't want that scenario. Like you're talking about where there's just swaths of homes, but there's also HOA. It, It really, first of all, shouldn't fall down to our HOA policy to make that happen. Mm-hmm. But because it is uh, on that granular of a level or that low of a level, there are HOAs that don't care and that don't have that policy in there, and then you just have an empty neighborhood.
0: Yeah, it's it's, 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 very... it's a smart investment,
1: though. I mean, it's and that's <laughs> what I'm saying. I'm not a capitalist, and I need to I need you to understand that. I th- I understand why this is stupid and it's terrible. But if I were running like a even just a, a an investment group where I have to have a return, mm-hmm. and they give me a chunk of you give me like two to three million dollars, this is a smart investment to buy a bunch yeah. of small homes. Homes, and they just wait, especially in the Seattle market. Currently, there's not a real bus. Every time yeah. I remember them talking about a bus, we're like, okay, we're going to hit saturation. The prices are too high. It didn't stop. It just would not stop. And, and like, I'm sitting sort there of looking at like, so i I'm sitting in this office where I'm like, you know, selling houses. I'm getting more calls from people just out of state who are moving in or just looking for houses and other people who are just like, for real, for real, just looking to buy houses. And I'm looking over at like my bosses and people who run on the land development team, and they're just grinning and just like laughing their asses off as they buy up all this land. And I'm like, yo, where's the bust? Yeah. And it, it's it never, I left and went to another industry and it never came.
0: I mean, it's, I lived in Florida around the time when the housing market crashed there. Yeah. And there were literally people, some of the banks Basically, they would let people live rent free in their houses because it was if you didn't, you would end up with either squatters or um, mobs. <laughs> you would end up, you know, people would come in and strip out your yeah. your wire copper pipes, or yeah. pipes. I don't think I think they usually that used was back like in two thousand eight, right? Uh, yeah, but yeah. like that was like it was there were there were people who literally just the only way they. You know, could afford a house was to just move from one foreclosed house to another.
1: So like, and so in that case, the reason that market crash happened in 2008 was just because of subprime mortgages. And I don't want to get into a whole thing about that. Sure. But I will say this. I think the reason that this market specific boom is not going to bust anytime soon is because of the fact that for it to top out, there has to reach a, a price ceiling has to be established where like, all right, we're not going to pay this much for homes, but it hasn't happened. Like we haven't right. reached a point where money does, isn't being spent even as the prices rise, mm-hmm. and for people who bought homes like in 2015, right at the beginning of all this, right as it was starting to get astronomical, like those people think about how much money they've made, and just if if they've sold their homes, and mm-hmm. there's not incentive for them not to continue to just hold on to them because there's still active money being poured into the market. There's investors that are coming in. Obviously, that's a big deal. But there's still just too much money in this market. And because there's no cap, there's no regulation, the, the government's mm-hmm. not – like, the only real thing that's going to stop us is we run out of land. And that's kind right. of what's happening right now where, like, that's why you see so many, like, uh, like multifamily – dwellings being put up where it's like oh we got to put up apartments and like it's got a whole like eight to nine people or like condos are being put up and the reason they're setting those up more is because quite frankly uh i can set up a condo building it's worth more it makes me more money and i can rent out like floors because there's just not enough land to go around
0: yeah i mean according to what i've been reading it's essentially not only like we're the third third fastest in the country Mm -hmm. as far as the number of like, which we slowed uh, the, down. We third, were the second. Sorry, third highest in the U.S. for housing prices, but we're also the third fastest rate of like number of people going into homelessness. Yeah. Because uh, it's apparently it takes uh 90 hours a week. Uh, if you were to work a minimum wage, which in Seattle I think is like 15 something or 16.
1: It's right around 16 dollars, I think.
0: 16 dollars an hour, which anywhere else would go really far, but because.
1: Housing this is so Seattle. In. You
0: would have to work ninety hours a week to get a one-bedroom apartment. I know. Oh. Uh, I have a friend who has an apartment. It's like a a one-bedroom, and it's subsidized by the city, and they're still paying like I don't know, like thirteen hundred dollars or something. That sounds and about like right. It's actually. subsidized by half.
1: Yeah, that sounds accurate. I was gonna say actually. Uh, so they just found there was a, a study that just f- came out. I want to say. It was this week, so let's just say this week, where they found that there is no place in the United States where you can make minimum wage and live and and afford to live there. So essentially minimum wage anywhere in the United States, there is no place where you can make minimum wage and literally survive. Mm -hmm. It is impossible to survive in this country on minimum wage. And that's with, like, you know, places like Seattle, uh, New York, where we did an episode about minimum wage, where some places pay, like, you know, 16 to $22, yeah. but it's still not enough because of how much housing prices are going up. And it, it's mm-hmm. quite frankly, you know, again... I'm saying it's a smart investment, it is, but because investors and people with, you know, an accumulation of wealth can continue to pump money into the market, it'll never top out and stop on its own. And and that's why, you know, you have to have some type of regulation within this branch of capitalism. Because without any regulation, it's, it's supposed to, you know, the market's supposed to correct itself, but it won't because we've had so many people accumulate wealth to a level where, we can't compete as normal people who yeah. need to survive and, those, and live.
0: Those same people who are doing this oftentimes are the same people who are being like, "No, I don't want a homeless shelter in my neighborhood. It's ugly."
1: They don't even live in that neighborhood. They just <laughs> fucking rent the house out. It's uh, <laughs> it's it's real. It's a real problem, and it's frustrating. Uh, I think it was
0: honestly crazy because like the place I used to live in, the the place where I broke my arm. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the landlord was a slumlord and didn't take care of things. Um, uh, that place was, it was, it was, it it, he, it was like advertised as seven bedrooms, but like, really it was like a three bedroom house. Oh no. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: <laughs> yep. and Some he was renting, closets. <laughs> it was full of black molds.
1: Uh, Which I didn't realize
0: the extent of it until, you know, and then by the time I was in there, it was hard to find another place and be able to afford it. Um, Yeah, he's like,
1: you got to have first and last month's rent. It's like, how? How am I going to do that when I'm already paying at this other place?
0: Yeah. And and that place, the whole place cost, he he charged just $3,000 a month.
1: Holy shit.
0: For basically what was a three-bedroom house that was built out into a seven-bedroom house. And (sighs) when I moved in there, I had to... There was so much trash in the house, I actually yeah. literally removed, like, 3,000 pounds of trash. I know, because I had to go to the dump and weigh it.
1: Yeah, because they charge you for getting rid of stuff. hmm Yeah. Um, First of all, fuck that guy. Um, yes. And I was going to say he gives landlords bad, a bad name, but no, he doesn't. He, no, he's, already, just a, he's, just he's just a, a landlord. landlord. He's just a normal landlord. They all kind of suck. Uh, there's one other thing I do want to mention, and I'm going to mention it in passing, then we should probably just take a break. Uh, sure. I want to mention in passing that currently um, Chuck Schumer and there's a group uh, of Senate Democrats have introduced draft legislation on Wednesday that would decriminalize marijuana. This past Wednesday, by the way, I guess I should just say they've introduced legislation that would decriminalize marijuana at the federal level. Hell yeah. And they would strike it from the federal controlled substances list, and that's kind of a big deal because striking it from the federal substances list means that now uh, there's going to be a process of going back and uh, absolving, or I guess expunging might be the better correct word, but expunging records uh, for marijuana convictions Hell um, yeah! releasing people from drug uh, not from drugs <laughs> <Releasing people laughs> from jail <laughs> releasing people from jail um and it also means that now like instead of it just being kind of like a state's thing it just would rem- make it possible for there to be more marijuana research uh make it possible for there obviously for everyone to be able to uh have recreational marijuana that would be regulated by uh, the states there's a couple things it does not do that i think it should um I think it needs to include a fast track for people of color and for Mm -hmm. people who were put in jail specifically for marijuana sales to be able to get their own marijuana farm or, you know, shop and be able to sell marijuana legally. Right. Uh, Because, I mean, they're obviously very good at it. They know the business and they should be allowed to get into it. In Seattle,
0: like, for example, in Seattle, if you have a conviction on your record, you're not allowed in the legal weed industry.
1: Yeah. And that's the thing that that doesn't make any sense. It really should be uh, if you were convicted of selling marijuana before this, you 100%. In fact, we welcome you to get into the business because yeah. you already know it. You're good at it. We need better butt tenders. <laughs> not Please, the cre- dear not Lord. Not the creepy ones that show up at your house and talk to you for too long. I don't know. Oh those. Oh <laughs> my God.
0: I do. I do have to say though, I do kind of miss the, the guys who would show up with the backpacks.
1: I mean, it's, it's, it's a nostalgia thing, I think, because like, yeah. I never truly experienced that, uh, in a non recreational area because I don't trust people like that. But <laughs> I I have bought weed off people on the street, uh very <laughs> in a very untrustworthy fashion, I'm like Right. And I know it doesn't matter. They I could be like, You're a cop, right? You gotta tell me. No, they don't have to tell well, me. Well, and definitely like, being
0: like a feminine looking person, it was always awkward because like yeah. um, the weed dealer is always like Like, can I just buy weed and not um, have to rebuff your sexual advances every single time? Um, Oh,
1: every time! Like, like, just
0: like, yeah, like not and not like trying to touch me or anything. Just like kind of hinting, like like, we should, like yeah, and like oh, we should, we should, we should, yeah, let's smoke together. We'd smoke together, and it was like the very slow, very very middle school, like slowly inching towards me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh pickup lines don't get better. I don't know why you think that they get it's you do the same thing you did in middle school. The, the yeah, smooth yeah. ass motherfuckers in middle school still out there smooth. Yep. And there's people like me who are not smooth in middle school. <laughs> still not smooth now. <laughs> I did
0: I did try uh you know, I was I, I dealt weed in, in um in uh, college, but it really wasn't worth it because after I, I had, I could. it was just, um, it was just really annoying. Especially when this like white guy with dreadlocks thought it was cool to like bang on my window and shout my legal name
1: uh. because
0: he didn't have a phone because he used his girlfriend's phone because he was a uh. piece of shit. But when you have, you know, you don't, uh, you know, you're just selling weed to whoever wants to buy it, like.
1: Yeah, I feel like the other problem too with weed dealers is that no one really respects them as much as they do like someone who <laughs> deals coke. No, like 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 someone who deals something harder. You think that yeah. oh they'll kill me, but like a weed dealer, yeah. you're like fuck you, bro. You deal weed. Like you're not you're not a real criminal. <laughs> it's yeah. I, just, I think that's the problem, and that's why that happened. Like if you had been like selling him like opium or cocaine, he wouldn't be knocking on your window like that. Like he's yeah. like no, I feel like V would kill me. Yeah, <laughs> but. Because is like I pfft. took
0: his I took his sixty dollars and then I handed him like a few nugs and I'm like, I'm not even putting this in a bag. I'm just gonna put this in your hands and that's your punishment. And don't fucking talk to me ever again.
1: Yeah, if you're a cocaine dealer, you would have shot him in the knee. That's the difference. <laughs> that's the difference. I feel like Weed dealers are cool. They're like, yo, I'm chill. I don't want problems. I am just, I am just selling I'm a just product that do- I enjoy. Yeah, I'm just doing <laughs> this so
0: that I can afford to smoke weed every day.
1: <laughs> like this is more about my ability to smoke weed than it is about <laughs> yours.
0: This is about my mental health, and you're stretching the limit thin.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, it's yeah.
0: it's it's also like you know, for me, it was very much a thing that I did on the side. Whereas a lot of people they're doing it to like feed their kids and shit.
1: Yeah. yeah and true.
0: then, you know, they're trying to feed their kids because they have a hard time, you know, getting a straight job. And then the more convictions you get, the harder time you have getting a straight job. Yeah. And, uh,
1: I mean, think about how okay. So think about that person who's just been out in the street hustling with a backpack, yeah, just running around like you know, in his house divvying up all these little baggies, doing all this bullshit, barely getting by, like getting stiffed on bricks. Like, he's like, yo, like, yeah. like literally putting up with all this bullshit, buying this yeah. fucking Reggie and mid when he knows there's better weed out there, and people yeah. are, like talking shit to him about his weed. He's like, I just, I'm just getting what I can get. It's a fucking yeah. black market. Think about how awesome it would be for that person to be able to have a storefront, have people walk up. He has like all yeah. this high quality weed that he has from a farm. He can and, like, have security just, so yeah. he doesn't get robbed. <laughs> and he, he, he doesn't have to like hustle out on the streets. He has yeah. a storefront. He's a respected member of the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, think about how awesome that is for him. And I don't understand why like we don't want that. I mean, I'm, So here's the, the reason why this might not happen. Because like we're talking like mm-hmm. about an amazing thing.
0: Uh, cause it's frowned down <coughs> and the laws are terrible.
1: Let's frown. Uh, so <laughs> the white house supports this legislation. Senate Democrats supports this legislation. Even though they
0: fired all their staff for smoking weed.
1: <laughs> yeah. They're going to have to have a real conversation about that. Um, so here's the thing. The legislation require at least 10 Republicans to pass. Oh. And it's because the Senate right now is at a 50, 50 split. Oh. And it's got to be done, of course, as you know, uh, by a 60-40 majority.
0: Boo.
1: Yep. So they are currently trying to build it into a budget reconciliation package.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, wait. No, I'm sorry. They're currently not trying to build it into a budget re- reconciliation package. That's actually the $3 trillion Plus dollars they're trying to get for uh <laughs> they're trying to get for infrastructure, so that's happening with that, which is why they're not <laughs> sliding weed in with it. Um and that, but that would be how you typically would do it, so you can get fifty one votes. But again. trillion or 3.225 trillion. Uh, they have too many Democrats that are like already on the fence on trying to get that across. I feel like if you slip weed in there, there's going to be a bunch of Democrats who will bail, uh, specifically just one Democrat who I'm talking about. Of course, I'm referring to fucking Joe Manchin. Uh, I love, there was a tweet today. Someone was like, Joe Manchin was elected by 117,000 people, but he gets to decide the fate of 325 million. It's like, fuck you, bro. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah it's well what do you expect for the guy
0: whose last name is literally mansion do you think oh he's God. gonna be for the people
1: it's like manson <laughs> with a lisp and i hate it uh <laughs> <laughs> all right we gotta take a break i hate to end on that <laughs> i hate to end on that but that's what we're gonna end we're gonna end on is like manson with a lisp uh we'll there be back <laughs> It's frown time, Yay. Man, we're we back. back.
0: Back to frown some more.
1: Yeah. I'm always excited to frown more. Um, You know what? I just, uh, I did something this morning that I realized uh, was, okay, so I thought it was being petty, but it I, maybe it was, okay, here's what happened. So this morning, there's roofers who are working on where I live, my condo complex, and so they yeah. were working specifically on my roof. So this morning- <laughs> I, like I had just gone to the gym. I came back and then at, like 9 30 I was sitting around watching Aqua Hunger Force, which is just a choice I made. Don't worry about it. Yeah. But, like I was sitting around watching Aqua Hunger Force. Uh smoking Hello Weed, obviously, because I'm watching Aqua Hunger Force. Yeah. And um all of a sudden like I just hear a lot of hammering. So I'm upset and I want like I want like some petty vengeance. So here's mm-hmm. what I did. Uh, i cooked bacon and like i cooked like all the bacon in my fridge and i put it in the oven so it's like a like a massive bacon smell throughout my house and opened all the <laughs> windows and doors and so like the bacon would drift up to like where they were working and i was like i hope you're working right now and you're like hammering and you smell bacon and you're angry cuz you don't get to eat this bacon and <laughs> I made pancakes to go with it because I had to have something. I could just eat bacon. And so I sat around eating pancakes and bacon. And in my head, I was like, that's my vengeance. You have to smell bacon. You're like, bacon. that'll show them. <laughs> you have to smell delicious bacon that you can't eat. <laughs> Which tells you everything about how I feel about having to smell bacon and not be able to eat it. Mm-hmm, <laughs> you really mm-hmm. want to torture me. Don't waterboard me. Just grab a skillet, throw some bacon, bacon in it, and then make me watch you eat it. I'll <laughs> tell you everything. <laughs> it's the last piece. Where are the plans? I hit him under the bed. I'm so sorry. Just let me have a piece. Uh, let, me, let me lick the plate. Let me lick the plate. Um, <laughs> um okay so uh we are back um, <laughs> to frown some more unfortunately yeah that's how i feel about bacon by the way i did I was just a little i love Bacon's bacon great oh my god I, I it's why i can't be vegan and i'm not even joking like i've had vegan bacon And I've had some really good vegan bacon. Like, Mm -hmm. for what, like, it should, they, the problem is they shouldn't call it bacon. It should be vegan and then just another name for, like, something, like, and then it should be its own thing in its own category. Because the problem is, is that, like, like, there's this one that somebody made with, like, these uh, liquid smoke soaked carrots where they were, like, dried and then grilled. And it turned, it, it was, like, crispy and smoky flavor, but, like. It didn't have like the bacon fat kind of, there's no substitute. Like that's like turkey bacon doesn't work. It's okay. I'll eat it. I won't be like, like if you hand me like a plate of turkey bacon and eggs, I'm not going to be like, no, thank Uh, you.
0: As somebody who is still uh, having a stomach ache from eating a plate of fried chicken skin, I sympathize with the needing the fat part. (laughs) You want that fat.
1: You want it, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I, 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 will eat turkey bacon. I'm not against it. I'll, I'll eat vegan bacon. I've eaten it before. I'm not against it. I'm not saying like it's the worst. But what I'm saying is like, like pound for pound, bacon is the champ, right? Mm-hmm. And like any given night, you can put bacon up against any vegetable or anything from the vegan uh, empire, and bacon just wins.
0: Like, <laughs> the you can vegan make me... empire.
1: <laughs> I'm serious. You can make me a full on vegan meal, like just, just. All the fixins, mad vegan meal. And I'm not saying I would enjoy it, but then you can give me a plate of three strips of bacon and be like, choose. And I'm taking the bacon. Right. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna eat this bacon. I'll figure it out later. <laughs> and it's... It's sad, but true. I, oh my God, I want to do, my wife has never had like a pig roast before. Oh. Where, like, you know, you put the pig underground and you like yeah. cover it with, she's never done that before. She's never been to one. And I want to do it so bad, uh, just so that she can experience that. Cause that shit is delicious. It's that's amazing. Fun. Yeah. You can buy like the, uh, this is completely off subject, but you can buy, <laughs> there's a little box that they, that, that's, that's made specifically for smoking pigs that, uh, this, uh, Latinx man invented and he gets, paid off of every single one of these specific boxes they're portable they're wooden they're like they're perfect for like smoking whole pigs and he made it Whoa. for that Yeah, it's perfect i have to look it up the box they're like three hundred dollars uh but like you can smoke a whole pig in one uh, self-contained. Obviously, you need to be like like you have to be like a parking lot if you live in an apartment or a condo, like I do. I have yeah. to take it out to the parking lot to do it. But I could one hundred percent smoke a pig in my parking lot with this little box.
0: Amazing.
1: Yeah. You, and so I kind of want to do it, but like it's I the also- only
0: way. It's the only way to get the cheeks
1: yes also like uh like every part of the pig is delicious but like imagine having like like an endless bounty of all of your favorite pig parts because that's basically what you're getting it's just like oh you like bacon well here's bacon to your sick of bacon bitch oh you love ribs (laughs) rib motherfucker rib 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 oh you like ham 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 it's just every part of the pig Oh, you like pulled pork sandwiches? Where do you want your pulled pork from? Like every part of the pig that you love is like available in a quantity that will make you sick. And it's like perfect. Mm. I do love that. There's not a shortage for everybody. I, and honestly, what I need to do is just like um, invite everyone I know over roast a pig and just be like, we're doing roast pig. That's what we're doing. Get on board. Uh, and that's that's how we're going to live life. Um, let's talk about something that's not roasted pigs. So and I'm actually kind of hungry.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You want pork chops? All the pork chops, you can... No. Um, <laughs> so there's another thing that happened uh, that was important this week. And it's important for like 600,000 uh, people who live in America. I had to pause because I almost said Americans. I was like, well, technically... What's your but- definition
0: and- of Americans, Jay? <laughs> uh, I was going
1: to say people who want to be in this country, but then that slims it down. Um, yeah. <laughs> so it's people who are DACA recipients, essentially.
0: Oh, The Dreamers.
1: I I hate calling them that.
0: I know it reminds me of that what was that what was that like it just reminds me of like like what are they like are they like a baseball team or something <laughs> next up to the plate with the dreamers <laughs>
1: that is actually an incredible baseball team name <laughs> the uh, Los
0: Angeles with dreamers, dreamers.
1: <laughs> um, it's an incredible name the only problem they're, is fucking, that now that-
0: they're fucking mascots just a cloud <laughs>
1: Oh. It's just a, it's just a thought bubble. <laughs> um, I I just I hate calling them that because like it implies that this is what they like so here's the thing, yes they want to live here, but it's because they grew up here, like they were brought right. here. And as a black person, I I really relate to that feeling of like no, I'm just here. And I don't want to go right. anyplace else because this is all I know. Right. But it, trust me, if I had the choice.
0: Well, <laughs> like, and I think it's... that's the thing is that people get like, they get brought here by their parents. And then, yeah. you know, like before Their DACA, parents were the
1: dreamers. Their parents yeah, were the their dreamers. their parents were the, the dreamers. Them. They <laughs> before, just live it. They're just American, truly.
0: yeah. They're just dreaming that they're not going to get deported to a place that they don't know and that they might not even speak the language.
1: Like, that would be the worst. Yeah that, yeah, part, yeah. that shit
0: happens. Like people, they came over here when they are like one or something. That's why DACA became a thing because they were yeah. like, hey, it's really fucked up like to send somebody to, you know, they say back, you know, quote unquote yeah. to a place, but, but you're a- sending them to a place where they really have no, because they grew up in the United States. And if yeah. you like didn't. If you grew up speaking English with your parents and, you know, your parents were trying to, like, assimilate, mm-hmm.
1: you might not. Oh, and if their parents weren't. Like, people miss how hard it is to, like, not get pulled into American culture. Yeah. Uh, So, like, if the TV is on, every television show is very American. There are no yeah. channels here, unless you're rich, that show, like, non-American shows. But, it, like, and that's, this is what's wild. If you go to another country, there's always a channel that has just American shit. It's just uh-huh. American shows for American shows, American movies, and depending upon which country it is like, if you're in Mexico, there's a thousand channels which is American shit. That's all that's uh-huh. shown on it. Just American shit with with sub Spanish subtitles, but there's none of that shit here. Yeah, and so like, uh, you there's no way that you're you're seeing anything that that has any flavor from the country that you're from. Uh, or in if they, school,
0: yeah, if you do, there's limited. It's a limited. Uh, yeah, it's option. a
1: limited site, and in school again, you are around people who are in cult, you know, basically indoctrinated in American culture. You aren't allowed to speak your language. You have to speak English. So it becomes, you know, English is your language. Right. Uh, All of your schoolwork will be in English. Um, and if you're ESL and you're lucky to be in the space on a school that can actually afford to have an ESL teacher who will like work with you in your language, then that's super dope. But a lot of places yeah. you don't have that. It's just, you figure that shit out and you have terrible grades until you know English. yep
0: yeah. I knew a, a person in high school who like their mom- didn't speak English, but could understand it. And then they didn't speak the same language as their mom, but they could understand it. So they both, they talked to each other in two different languages. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's always wild to watch. Cause I'm like, yeah. y'all, like y'all, why did y'all make this the most complicated? Combination?
0: <laughs> but sometimes that's just how it works out. Yeah, and, and there's um, nothing you
1: can do to control that. <laughs> and it's like,
0: it's very interesting. And, you know, a lot of people, you can also get, you know, if you, maybe you were speaking a different language when you were like, first learn to speak but you can lose it as well like you can lose it and so it's like these kids didn't make like this one-year-old didn't make a decision where they're like i think i'll go to america
1: (laughs) yeah like the parents didn't sit down with their one and three-year-olds like all right kids uh if you say no we're not gonna take this very risky journey where you could die to another country but if you say yes let's take some chances that didn't happen right
0: well and for some people it's you know they're coming here it's not just that they're coming here because of you know the opportunity that they've heard about it's also you know some people are legitimately in danger
1: yeah violence Uh, is why they're, they're here
0: they're coming here because they're like Refugees, refugees, but we don't always recognize everybody's refugee status.
1: Um, I think too, uh, so let's, so here's the thing. To your point, what you just said, uh, we haven't been consistent as a country with our uh, policies regarding refugees. In yeah. fact, it's fluctuated depending upon, quite frankly, which party has the most power, uh, uh-huh. or which party in this case has the executive office, because that's who sets a lot of the policies around that. But what's weird about that is that what happens is uh, people just come into the country on, you know, like a vacation visa and they just don't leave. Mm -hmm. It's like, all right, yeah, I'm just flying in. Oh, cool. Fly on in, see the country. It's like, yeah, we're only going to be here for two weeks. And then you just stay.
0: Yeah. They're like, I'm (laughs) sorry. I'm sorry. uh, I'm sorry. I know I need paperwork, but uh, that guy said he was going to shoot me. So I'm just going to get away as fast as possible. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I am. I. And well, it's, it's. Can it's we worry not,
0: about the paperwork later?
1: <laughs> yeah. It's like, look. While I'm waiting to have you accept my paperwork, I am going to get shot. So. <laughs> I will stay here while you process my paperwork, which is, should be completely fine. That is how a refugee process should work. I think the problem is that because our refugee process is inconsistent. There has been times when it actually sort of worked. Right. Uh, and there's been, you know, for people who are legitimate refugees who live here, uh, they can attest to the fact that their parents were able, their parents, and and, and usually as a generation ahead of us, right mm. now it's just real broken. But they can attest to the fact that, you know, members of their family were able to escape a dangerous situation uh, because of the refugees, you know, the refugee uh system, but it's just it's and not so fantastic. I'm I'm
0: assuming that you know, given the fact that we've uh, made forward and, and made progress, that that means that we're gonna continue to do so with DACA, right?
1: Well, you you say that, and thank you for the segue. <laughs> uh, this this week there was a judge who decided that uh specific states in this case it was texas alabama arkansas Mm -hmm. kansas louisiana mississippi nebraska south carolina and west virginia oh wow so a lot of states uh these states states sued uh the daca program in general essentially saying that it was creating an undue burden for them and it was a program that was illegally established and let's talk about uh what that means so so they're
0: they're even calling the program illegal (laughs) (laughs)
1: Clever. Um, I feel bad laughing at that one. Thank you. Uh, So here is why the program is technically illegally established. DACA, the DACA program was established by means of an executive order by President Barack Obama, former President Barack Obama. Um, But... According to the Constitution, the powers of the president and actually uh, just as a side note, uh, I just watched We the People uh, on Netflix, which is like yeah. this fun little kids bop, uh, like explanation of the of the government. And they actually oh. touch on this. Yeah, they, they talk about the separation of powers in a fun song music way. Oh. They, they touch on this, which is why I know this. Um, the president is the executive of the country. They actually are supposed to, um, ex- execute the laws, not right. make them. Immigration, the laws surrounding immigration are meant to be made by Congress. Now, at the time, uh, Barack Obama did what he did because Mitch McConnell has a death lock on, on the Senate and right. nothing literally nothing is being passed and has been passed uh it, it the wild part is that they locked up the senate during obama's term but then like they had trump as a president and they just fucking could not pass anything right <laughs> and then biden is back and now they're like all right lock this shit up so now it's just like yo y'all couldn't pass anything you had like well, literally now the this, majority yeah
0: the supreme court is you know it's
1: packed and on there, but like to- when you had like you literally had the executive office, uh, and the um, the the legislative office. M- like literally, you had that as your power, and the only thing you managed to do is pack the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. Like it's just it feels weird. It and it's maybe that's because all the laws are already fucking terrible and racist. And having to pack Supreme Court with conservatives means that those laws—they just need, but, yeah, um... just need to uphold.
0: Uh. He's a little pulled shit.
1: Yeah. uh, But that's neither here nor there. So uh, because immigration laws are meant to be established by congress this judge ruled and i mean i guess technically rightly so he ruled that it is uh an undue burden to place you know this policy that was written by a uh, barack obama via executive a- uh, executive action uh on the states because the state's argument is that mm-hmm. they have to track and maintain and economically support yeah 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 right. uh dreamers um Just so people are aware, I don't know the exact number of Dreamers, uh, but it's somewhere around 630,000 to 680,000.
0: That's a lot of people.
1: It's a lot of people who are affected by this. And so what happened is that when the judge halted this, his name, by the way, is Heenan. Um, he is a George W. Bush appointed judge. I looked this up as soon as I saw the, the decision. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah. Who appointed him? Uh, um, he is a judge, George W. Bush appointed judge. I mean, supposedly that's like, doesn't mean anything, but I would say like, I don't think George W. Bush is supporting like liberal ass judges. Um, but essentially what happened is that he didn't stop the program. Okay. But he said that because DACA was enacted unconstitutionally without congressional approval, he halted it.
0: Oh.
1: So if you are in the United States and you are a DACA recipient already, great. You are taken care of. You are right now not at threat of deporting. Right I mean, now. you're always kind of at the threat of deport. <laughs> I mean, you're always kind of at the threat of being deported if we're being honest. Uh if you're if you're <coughs> in this status because you know, there's if something happens like well, you you get a DUI for example right. uh, you could get deported and so
0: depending you- on where you live just being you know if you're a person who is dark-skinned I mean I know people who are literally Native American who would get pulled over by cops and be like where are your papers and they're like where are your papers
1: yeah exactly <laughs> like, I,
0: I've been here longer <laughs>
1: And so, like, if, if you're one of those people, this is, like, dicey for you, I think. Uh, but right now, the promise is that DACA is going to hold for those people. Now, here's yeah. my question, and I don't have an answer for it, but this is the okay. thing that we should think about. Uh, there were DACA recipients who were in processing to become DACA recipients, so their paperwork was just being filed oh. when this happened. There are people who, uh, you know, it's the flow of... Immigrants into this country has not stopped. Right. The flow of undocumented immigrants to this country is not going to stop. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, you know, people who do long visa stays, which again, I'm not condemning that. Mm-hmm. I'm not an open borders person, but I am a, like, if you want to come, come on, let's, let's do this. I'm not threatened by another brown person being in this country. Why would I be? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, come on. We need more brown people. Uh, <laughs> I'm not threatened by white people, more white people either. I'm not saying like, keep sweet <laughs> out. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. I'm just like, I don't, I don't care. Like, I don't think, right. I, I get that like a completely open border means that like, all right, now, now things are wild. We don't know who's who. Fine. I get that you want to maintain sovereignty for the sake of this thing we're doing uh, that I don't believe in. <laughs> but I will say this uh, I don't care about people coming in I think the rules should be extremely lax for people to come in Um, and, and I, I don't know if sovereignty I think it should be anyone. like
0: Outback Steakhouse no rules just right <laughs>
1: <laughs> and blooming onions for everybody um because we need apps we, <laughs> we need got...
0: apps that's what america is about it's about the app
1: we about those apps <laughs> 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 real talk americans really do uh eat like no one else i i, yeah. I didn't apps aren't a thing any place there's i mean there's they exist now in other cultures because of americans but apps aren't really a thing other places it's just the food that you're gonna eat (laughs) it's
0: the food that you eat before the meal
1: yeah no you in other places it's just oh here's the meal there you go
0: right (laughs) it's
1: it's it's uh i was gonna say refreshing but that's a weird ass word it's we it it was it was interesting for me to experience that in some place where it's just like oh okay so there is not an appetizer section on the menu it's just here are the dishes that are available for you to eat (laughs) There's not a dessert section. <laughs> you can stop. <laughs> you can stop at like the <laughs> grocery store on the way and grab yourself a cake. Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, so I think the 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 thing that that's my my real question. I guess I I got sidetracked and I'm sorry, sure. but my real question is, what about people who are in processing right now? So like right. people who are in processing right now. Other people who may not have even had the opportunity to begin processing their paperwork. There are people right now who you know, if you are a three. To I think twelve year old child, right. how are you even going to know that you were brought to this country? I don't want to say illegally, but undocumented. Right? How are you going to even know that you have can apply for DACA status in this that state? And more to the point, like a three year old applying for DACA status is laughable, but. It's also like impossible. Like, right. I just learned my ABCs, and now I got to fill out fucking paperwork. Like, how does this work?
0: <laughs> you say sign it with a crayon.
1: You know, yeah, Joshua. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's it's just it's just such. A, I don't know why Joshua's a kid's name to me, but it's just such a weird. It's it just it's it's such a, a terrible situation. And so, like, uh, the the way to fix this is, quite frankly, Congress has to figure out how to legislate a DACA program so that it is on the books and with congressional approval. Right. Problem is, is that all of the states who sue to make DACA go away- our Republican ran Boo! and let me find there was a statement that I saw here that I immediately was like this is how I know none of this shit is gonna work uh let me like where is the da, 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 da. there was one specific statement and I was like all right so this is not gonna work it's it's so essentially it's like after this happened there was this call uh to Republicans to like work together to make sure that doctor recipients have, like, are able to stay here. Right. And it's like, we need bipartisan effort. And I feel like that, I can't find the statement now, but I feel like that's when I was like, all right, cool. So this is never going to happen. Because <laughs> um, here's the thing uh, bipartisan effort is not a thing that uh, has happened in this specific country right. um, in years, if a not decades. If not decades, it might be decades. Um, and I think it's, it's a, uh, so I think what's gonna end up happening with this and like that call to Republicans to to work along is that it'll just become yet another thing where it's like, look at how heartless they are. They're not doing anything. We asked them to work with us to do it, but you know is locked up right now and it's just kind of like a power grab to get more seats. Right. I think ultimately the problem with having a two-party uh a two-party system is that uh, when one party does get the majority, there's fractures within that party and then nothing mm-hmm. gets done. I mean, I'm not saying I want Republicans to accomplish their goals, but I mean it'd be cool <laughs> just to see some type of legislation happen. It just
0: feels like it just feels like uh, you know, we've been doing, you know, what are we, 70 almost 80 episodes in yeah. and and I mean, I've been, I've been, uh, the reason that we both did this is because we're both fucking nerds and we're both out here already <laughs> reading legislation. So why not just yeah. tell you about it? But like, it just really seems like a, a a very, uh, like, like they're, like they're doing a play or it's like some sort of theater or, you know. Oh, it is theater. And, it is
1: 100% theater.
0: It's, it's theater that actually results in.
1: No one being significant
0: happy. Significant. <laughs> significant changes in people's <coughs> daily lives mm-hmm. that they don't have to really experience themselves. It so is 100% like, political
1: theater. It's a... It, and I don't... <coughs> excuse me. I don't believe that every politician goes to... Uh, I guess Congress, I don't know, goes to their elected office with the mindset of we're going to go play some games with people's lives. But I think what happens is that the people who truly want to do something good become disillusioned and they step away from it and no longer try anymore. Yeah. Or uh, because there are so few people who actually are not committed to playing political theater who are there for the sake of doing something good for people. Right. There's so few of them that they kind of get drowned out and they just end up being like these like heroes among their people like local heroes but ultimately they don't really accomplish anything for anyone and the problem with being you know a champion of the people is that eventually the people are like well if you're my champion you should do some shit especially (laughs) shit for me you know so i and i think like it's it's kind of a no-win scenario uh and, and honestly i don't know i think the do i think that in two years if we're still doing this show we're gonna be like man really fucked up about daca right yeah I think we're going to be doing a it's fucked up what's happened with Docker right now show. It's going to be in two years. I'm being real optimistic to say two years. It probably is going to be in about four months. We're going to be doing a fucked up show about Docker. <laughs> so, I mean, I, it's
0: I not don't. looking. It's not looking no. good. And, like, we, we're not trying to be, like, bummers. I, well, I guess we did name the podcast for Town, But, like, no, we're but, not.
1: but we're not the ones be, being bummers. We're just stating the very obvious truth yeah. that, like, for, so... For what what Obama I think DACA status status happened. This has been like I want to say like for almost like it's not even ten years yet, but I want to say like six maybe seven years. Yeah, I feel like it's, it's right around the like six seven year range. For six or seven years, uh, there was an attempt to fix a problem that has existed in this country arguably since its exception its inception and since we started caring about who immigrated in. Mm-hmm. And so it is always been a problem. If you think of it like that, especially if you want to like enforce citizenship the way that they want to enforce citizenship. Right. I mean, it's not like you can entirely skip paying taxes, but again, whatever. (laughs) Um, But the thing I think that is most troubling about all of this is that in all that time period that we've had, and we've known about this, this is the most action we could get. And it really did boil down to one person doing something very frustratedly. And to this point, as to the judge's point, I guess, Hayden's point, unconstitutionally trying to solve a problem because constitutionally they couldn't solve the problem. Right. It, it's existed. It's not like it's a new thing. I mean, like our actual like empathy for these people is new, I guess. But, and I don't, I don't mean these people. Oh my God. I don't mean like these people like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean, like, these people, but, like, our empathy for, uh, you know, DACA recipients or quote-unquote dreamers, that empathy is new and that desire yeah. to actually, like, give them a future with this country is new. But the situation isn't.
0: I mean, I think you you look at it like, uh, you know, I like, yes, yes, there is some sort of, like, it seems like we're trying to do something, but then at the same time, you see, like... You know, you had all the Democrats in Texas who went up to like do some sort of like protest or
1: whatever. Yeah, the walkout.
0: They fuck but like they weren't there to vote on some really important things. Yeah. So it's just like what are you doing? Like
1: <laughs> Well, it's it's they were prioritizing voting rights over everything else, essentially. And they were like, look, we think this is the most important thing. And yeah, the catch to that is Who does voting rights, I mean, don't get me wrong, I am not here to say that black people should have their rights to vote stripped away from them, and we've done multiple shows about voting rights, but if we're being 100% honest in the group of Texas Senate Republicans, Texas Senate Democrats, and then general black people, who benefits the most from their voting right, that Voting Rights Act being dropped over everything else?
0: The Republicans. Wait, oh. Who Democrats. Votes? Oh, who, den- see, yeah, who yeah, benefits yeah, the yeah. most? Sorry, yeah. sorry, yeah. Who
1: benefits the most? Democrats, because yeah. they're just trying to gain more power. Mm-hmm. Black people are going to vote Democrat no matter what, unfortunately, because quite frankly, Republicans are mad racist. And mm-hmm. they're, they're racist to the point where it's like they can't even hide it. Uh, I mean, it's, it's the party of Trump and Trump is racist and he says and does racist shit. And I mean, that's, 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 it is what it is. But ultimately, at the end of the day, the person who benefits are the people who benefit the most from <clears throat> that voting rights bill being not being passed, uh, in Texas is Senate Democrats in Texas because mm-hmm. now it's, you know, their constituency, the people who would likely vote for them have an easier time to vote for them. Yeah. I mean, and someone made this point and uh, on Twitter, uh, and I don't know. I'm not echoing it because I agree with it, but I think it's, it's, it's solidifies what I'm saying. Someone pointed out that before in Texas, uh, there weren't enough Democrats to be able to pull this. Interesting. So they just got to the point where they had enough, you know, sides in the Senate, the Texas Senate to be able to be like, well, you don't have enough votes. So they just got to that point and they're saying that some of that is again, because of the extreme amount of voter turnout, uh, and that there were a lot of states or that went from being solid red states to somewhat purple states.
0: Right, right.
1: And so, again, I feel like they are fighting for their ability to gain more power. Uh, I don't know if they're necessarily fighting because they're like, well, black people should be able to vote. If black people didn't vote for them. Like, what yeah. if black people were like, you know what? Let's all vote for Al Sharpton. And just write in Al Sharpton. <laughs> just all write in Al Sharpton. They wouldn't give a fuck about our vote after that. They'd be like, oh, oh, okay. So they're just all right writing Al Sharpton and fuck black people vote. <laughs> and like 100% I'm not even playing I feel like if we all did that they'd be like fuck y'all votes Al Sharpton's not gonna do anything for you (laughs) and I mean we just it's I mean it's being black anyway uh swear time Um, I will say this. I, I am very curious about what happens legislation-wise. I would like to yeah. see um something happen with DACA recipients, and I hope there's enough Republicans who do, especially Republicans who live in areas that have Republican, Latinx people who vote for th- Uh, I'm not saying Latinx right. people are primarily concerned with immigration, but in a lot of those areas, many of them are immigrants or, you know, first or second generation immigrants, and so this is something that is actually dear to them. Yeah. So I would hope that, like, you know, they would recognize that, and there's, a you know, 10 Republicans is all that's needed i'm hoping that they can find 10 republicans to sit down and come up with something that i don't think it needs to be bipartisan because i feel like if it's bipartisan it's going to be bullshit to get through but it needs to be bipartisan supported right all right uh let's wrap uh unless wait do you have anything else you want to say uh
0: no i think yeah i i'm just hoping that it this isn't uh a step in the direction of just completely dismantling daca
1: let's find out in four months uh <laughs> v if uh you want to be found how can people find you
0: um uh, let's see you can find me uh i am on twitter and i am on instagram at v chatty that's v e e c h a t t i e and mm-hmm. uh j if people wanna get at you uh what where would they find you?
1: You go out in the streets, you pop two shots in the air, you wait. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, if you wanna get at me, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm adjective underscore J on both. You can also uh get at the show, uh at Frowntown Pod on both Twitter and Instagram. Um, shout out to uh, whoever hit us up to th- to tell us about the last issue we had on the show, which was an easy fix if what's done actually maybe mid show when I've heard about it while we're recording yeah. the other show I was Like let me fix this real quick. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but no, thanks for hitting us up. Thank you for listening. We really do appreciate it. Uh, so one thing that you may have noticed, and I just want to throw this out there that we're going to have some new ads within the show itself. Yeah. I think uh, at the, by the time you're hearing this part of the episode, you've noticed one of the new ads. Uh, some of these ads are sponsored. Some of them are not. So if you have been skipping the sponsored ads, I get it. But some of these are just <laughs> us being silly and doing some fun extra <laughs> stuff um, because we, we want... <laughs> we want to make fun content so listen to the ads there may be some uh fake ads uh that are ridiculous and silly and there may be some real ads that are probably also going to be a little ridiculous and silly um, but <laughs> yeah
0: we, we need to break up the frowning a little bit you know we, we, can't, gotta, we can't
1: frown all the time and if we're gonna smile we might as well do it for fucking <laughs> capitalism <laughs> 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 um, speaking of fucking capitalism
0: smile and dance (laughs) smile and dance
1: exactly uh speaking of smiling and dancing uh let's do that to some fucking fcon yeah
0: (laughs) yeah